0: to Sloop. We are kicking off a brand new series about House of the Dragons, HBO's new series prequel to Game of Thrones. I was joined by Jonathan on this one. Hey, hey, yo. And Squeaks. Squeaks. <laughs> I was
1: waiting for the dance. Ca- right. I know, I know. I'm down, I'm the down. Maybe you could do you like some dance.
0: dragon flying dance next time. Put uh, no,
1: it Okay, you it know, makes I'll try to to match the theme of what, like, the majority of what we're talking about each episode. That's what okay. I'll do. <laughs> I like it.
0: Um, So we're going to do an episode every, uh, every episode of House of the Dragons, we're going to do an episode of it. It might just be me. One of these guys might join. We'll see how these things go. But we're going to be talking about every episode. Uh, this is going to be your prep episodes coming up the morning of House of the Dragons. It's going to be out on HBO Max, HBO. Make sure to check it out. I forget the HBO still thing. Is that happening to you guys? Where I'm just like, everything's on HBO Max, not an actual channel you pay for on your cable box?
1: Yeah, Wait, I so it's not on it HBO anymore? Max? It's just it's on, on HBO
0: Max, but I just assume now it's just like, yeah, oh, HBO Max. Everybody...
2: Yeah.
0: But shit actually yeah. releases, releases like on HBO at like six o'clock or something.
2: Right. Uh, <laughs> like we tell everybody, we'll check it out on Paramount Plus when it's like, oh, yeah, it's also probably on like Channel 3 or 13 or yeah, one of those on somewhere. CBS yeah. 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 Well,
0: yeah. I think it's.
2: God,
1: who it's, uses guys, Channel 3? Yeah. I know. <laughs>
0: Um, Okay, so what we're going to be talking about is we're going to go over the history of the Targaryens. We're going to be discussing who's going to be at play in this Targaryen Civil War. Uh, These events basically take place about 100 years or say about 100 years before the events of Game of Thrones. The Targaryen family at this time is very different. Westeros is very, very different at this time. Uh, Before we get started... Were you fans of Game of Thrones? I think that's a yes from Jonathan. Yes, sure. yeah, Definitely, yeah. yeah. Most most Everybody positive.
1: Speaks? Yeah, most positive. Yes, yeah, yeah. very.
0: What do you know of the history of the Targaryens?
2: <laughs>
1: there you uh, slash. It <laughs> okay, so as we're at so far. Almost nothing. Well, <laughs> you exactly. told me
2: a little bit from the books, uh, something like the Duncan Egg story and stuff, though I can't remember yeah. most of it. But uh, I know that their dragons were common, like it wasn't you know, okay. like Daenerys right. was Found these eggs and it was super rare. Like they used to have dragons, like horses. Yeah, it was like the symbol of the Targaryen family. Yeah. Um, Okay. I'm
1: not that stupid. John said the Duncan egg story. I know that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. You read the actual book for that. Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: Which is obviously that's after this, but that's a really good. I mean, honestly, guys, go. We already talked about this. Go read the comic, not the actual chapter (laughs) book. Yeah. That's (laughs) That's going to be way more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, Okay. So for the story of the show. We're going to be going to Fire and Blood. That's the book that that references all this. Specifically, chapters 12 through 19 for season one. It sounds like it's going to be chapters 12 to 14. That's going to be starting with Heirs of the Dragon and ending with A Son for a Son. All right. So I'm going to go over the history of the Targaryens. Please interrupt me if you have any questions, okay? First off, we start off in Old Valyria. This is East of Westeros. George R. R. Merton, he's great at names, except for Westeros is West. Essos is East. He was a pretty simple man <laughs> when he was naming those. <laughs> In Valyria, south of Essos, um, we have all these different dragon-riding people. The Valyrians were wealthy, fat off the hog. They, they really made their money off the fact they were just super powerful and created this Slave network in their minds. I mean, they were they were pretty evil people. This now, is
2: obviously where Valyrian steel comes from, right? It's Super exactly. rare. Mm-hmm. As we we heated by dragon's breath.
0: Made with dragon's breath. Yes. Yeah. It is also uh, the 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 faceless men. They were mm-hmm. the slaves in the uh, mines. Ooh, okay. Oh, the yeah. rumor okay. of the faceless men beginning is the fact that people just wanted to die to escape the hell that was in those the the slave mines, and so mm-hmm. eventually they would pray for death and a faction grew, a group grew, that would go around and answer those prayers. So that's where that big assassins group started out, was right here as well.
1: I'm a damn Okay.
0: Yeah. Eventually, a small, not very powerful house had a daughter who had a dream, and she was, they called her the dreamer, and she kind of had these prophetic dreams. Now, the thing with Valyrians is they, they were sheep farmers back in the day, but they kind of gained the ability over time to not only control dragons, they had like a dragon affinity. Think of like Avatar on Pandora with their creatures, right? They have this uh, this bond with them.
1: Mm-hmm. But they
0: also gained sort of I know Squeaks is already excited You're about this. talking
1: dirty to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, but they also kind of had an affinity with sorcery and magic. Okay, so sometimes they had some almost a magic ability. We see that in modern Game of Thrones, right? This like fire resistance that 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 Daenerys has and stuff like that. Uh, by the way, Targaryens fire resistant, not fireproof. That's important. The fact they're that she the only, just walks in mm-hmm. fire is not the same.
2: They're the only house that has that? Or is it all of the people from their land have all that? All the
0: people from their land. Oh, okay. The reason you don't see anybody else from that, <laughs> that land is <laughs> the dreamer, the, the daughter of the house Targaryen, had a dream that all of Valyria was going to be destroyed in 12 years. So they mm-hmm. decided to leave. He, the father believed his daughter. She was prophetic. Mm-hmm. So they, they leave for the small island on this savage lands of Westeros. What's all that? Right, so-
1: well, I got a question now. So yeah. what was so important about the stream? Do they know that she has, like, a, like the ability to kind of, you know, they, see things? Or is it yes. just like, I just don't see yeah, that they much? They called
0: her the dreamer because literally she had prophetic. Like, her dreams okay. were prophecy. And okay, so okay, when, okay. When, they, when she had this dream, the father actually believed her. It was no shit. They were like, oh, okay, then we need to get the hell out of here. So he took a small uh, batch of gold and left. Now, there are rumors within Valyria that he actually, like, Slept with the wrong daughter or something like that and actually was thrown out of court. That could have been the case, too. Like, that's always kind of a <laughs> side story. But the victor tells the stories, So, yeah, it was a magic dream. <laughs> so they left Valyria and headed off to Dragonstone. At Dragonstone, they build a fortress fitting a Valyrian. Now, 12 years later, after they left, the doom of Valyria fell upon them. Volcanoes erupted, 14 flames they call it, and it destroyed all of Valyria. The flames were so high and so powerful, it killed the dragons in the sky. It destroyed everything. So that's why you don't hear about any other Valyrians than the Targaryens, because that magic dream. Uh, At Dragonstone, they slowly built their power, but they kind of were just hermits. They didn't really want to mess with Westeros. They were the new neighbors, but they were cool just on their own island and building it. It was a bit of a desolate island, so the idea that anybody wanted to live there at all was a bit of amazement. But the the Targaryens did bring in a lot of wealth, so they were kind of welcomed guests, right? They might not have been the most powerful family in in Valyria, but because they were of Valyria, they were wealthy compared to everybody else. After the Doom of Valyria, you got Targaryens building up, and Essos goes into full-on war. It's eventually settled with the help of Aegon the Targaryen. But it's just a mess, and that's when we, when you see like Daenerys over there, there's all kinds of different factions and stuff like that. It's because really Valeria was this big power, f- and then also that power is gone, and the vacuum created like war chiefs and just everything's a muck. So that's why it's old and still messy. Um, okay, so let's get to serious business. Okay, that was a lot of the preamble, but let's get to the real meat and the cheese. Okay, Aegon the Targaryen and his two sisters. We all hear of Aegon the Dragon, Aegon the Conqueror. He had two sisters. They are Visenya and Rhaenys. One was a war stern tactician. The other one was a little too hot and a little too flirty. And they were both badasses. (laughs) We all have our favorites. (laughs) (laughs) While the wise man would have looked to East and be like, look, that's where your guys' old gold is. You guys should go back. He decided, no, 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 no power is in the west the new untamed land now to be clear it was tamed westeros was just as well not just as advanced was rather advanced it was doing good starks were a thing lannisters were a thing but in aegon's eyes he knew that what he knew from valeria and essos was way more powerful than what they had and so he wanted to unite these seven kingdoms that were constantly at war with each other he wanted to unite them all a lot of the kingdoms you're familiar with you got Dorne. You've got you know. You got the North. You've got everything. Lannisport. All of it's there. So he start. He goes on this big tour where he visits everybody, and he comes back and he commissions a giant table. Every time you hear about Aegon Tar- Tar- Targaryen, you always hear about his table. And you guys seen it in the show, right? You guys remember that show? The big table that's in the show.
2: Yeah, it the when first goes to. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: To... Dragonstone? Dragonstone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. The reason that table was designed was to make it so that he can plan out his invasion and attack. He wanted to Mm -hmm. unite all the kingdoms, and he needed to know how. So, that was where that table came from, and it's so important, right? And then he eventually, he musters his forces. He only has 3,000 men. Just to give you an idea, (laughs) the North has 40,000. So he only has 3,000 men, but he's got three dragons. And one of them is Balerion the Black Dread, the biggest dragon to this point it's just this massive beast
2: that so when that when the family left the left uh valyria and went to dragonstone they only had three dragons then they couldn't like multiply and ha- get more dragons over time like you would think it's they would kind a, of be building
0: it's been a couple up. generations since that point that they might yeah. have had you know what i think they left with five or something like that but yeah there's only three left basically Is the way to yeah. look at it but oh, they are constantly laying eggs. The dragons are fully breeding right now. It's not like they're so rare uh, okay. right now. I was, yeah, that's, I wasn't sure if
2: it's like a dragon only lays an egg once every 10 years or no. yeah. something
0: like that. So, okay. Yeah. When a dragon lays an egg, though, like the Targaryens are like, like it's more important than gold, more important mm-hmm. than a fleet of ships. As you guys see how everybody reacts to them in Game of Thrones, yeah. like, that's how important yeah. it is, right? It's treasure yeah. for them. It really is. Okay, so... Aegon and his 3,000 men and his two sisters, they land on a small little place right across from Dragonstone in Westeros, and that becomes King's Landing at some point. Let me, mm-hmm. I get the name from a good point, right? <laughs> and they go on an offensive. And every time he talks to somebody, and he either the first place he goes, for example, we gotta talk about the famous story of Harrenhal. Hair Harren the Black was this arrogant asshole king who built the biggest, strongest castle you could think of. He goes there and he says, Bend the knee. I got three dragons, and they're like, "Nope, we're good." Look how bad it, this dragon is. <laughs> so he, they just fortified themselves inside the dragon. So Balerion, the Black Dread, with Aegon on his back, perches on top of the 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 uh fort and burns the castle down so hot that it melts the stone. That's crazy. <laughs> and Harrenhal is cursed from there on out. Every owner of Harrenhal. Mm dies terribly after that yeah it's just that.
2: they're just trying to like pretty much give it away to somebody like oh we're gonna we're gonna yeah. honor you by making you a lord and this is your castle and they're like ah oh, shit i don't really want yeah,
0: Hall." <laughs> it's the biggest castle it's still like the biggest castle and they're like god damn it heron hall so <laughs> yeah. cursed yeah and so after that a lot of kings submit others fight they lose horribly and even the king of the north all his men are muster- oh. mustering up they're like let's go get him Forty thousand men we can handle it We're the north nobody fucks with the north mostly because nobody wants to it's just a big it's like big and barren wasteland yeah
1: yeah Uh, quick question though so he's going he's making his tour or whatever yeah is he just trying to focus on uniting still and if you're not going to unite then we're just we're just gonna kill you off or die yeah okay i just want to okay make sure i'm on that same there are
0: times like with the high towers or with the um was it Doderon or whatever where they're like, no, we're gonna fight. So they die, and then he's like, okay, well, your lord that surrendered to me, like one of his younger guys, you're gonna be now in charge, you're taking over. Mm-hmm. Or in the um, Duradon, that's what it's called, uh, when they died, when they surrendered, uh, he ended up putting his best friend, Oris Baratheon, in charge, and he became in charge mm-hmm. of the storm. And he ended up marrying uh, marrying Angela, and like they they're like, you know what, I'll keep all the traditions of, of the Baratheon so that it's not too bad though really the Baratheons, like adopted the, the seal and all that stuff like that, the sigil and stuff, and uh, all the tower and stuff. Okay, so he's going around. The north is ready to fight, right? But so Ned Stark, in my opinion, the king is like, look, this is stupid. I don't care how many men we have. He's got three dragons. So he goes without advice. All his men want to fight. He goes and he kneels. he kneels to the king and surrenders all of the north to him. And so he's always forever, even in Game of Thrones, they've mentioned the king that kneeled. It's the king that didn't want to fight the Targaryens. Mm-hmm. They got the benefit of, of Aegon, and later on in this series that we're going to see today, or, the, you know, the, yeah, seen today, we're going to see that the North is also still at friends with the, um, the Targaryens. At this point, there's certain houses based off this behavior that either become subjugated or allies, you know, like wink-wink allies with the crown. So keep that in mind. You know how the North has kind of that relationship the other house that has a very interesting relationship is Dorne, the most southern house.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Aegon went over there and said, guess what, guys? You know, bend the knee. And an old woman that was running the Martell family said, nope, you can come and get us. <laughs> and so over multiple events, he does. He comes and gets them. He burns down, like, everything he could find. And he constantly is attacking them. They constantly do this thing where they, like, as soon as they hear dragons coming, they all, like, hide in caves and stuff like that. So he's attacking empty castles. At one point, Visenya is over there, his, you know, the cute, flirty one. She's over there. Is it Visenya? Let me double check. Nope. Rainy. Sorry, got that mixed up. Rainy's <laughs> is over there, cute, flirty one, and they invented scorpion bolts. They shoot down the dragon, killing both the dragon and Rainy's. Uh-huh. Aegon, just to kind of give you an idea of his relationship with the sisters, the older one, the war one, he never cheated on her. He respected her and loved her. But Visenya, he actually lusted for her. And she definitely cheated on him. Like, that was clear. But, you know, she was the hot one, and he—that was—and so he went to Dorn and burned that shit down. It was said he turned sand to glass. Like, he was so pissed, and just scorch, scorch, scorch. Over time, eventually, they come to an agreement. <laughs> and So even, <laughs> even then, it's not quite bend the knee. All right, so we're going to fast forward a little bit, kind of speed run through the rest of this. I want to kind of set up the conquering and uniting, because it's going to be a problem later on. Alright, so he has two kids, one is a- uh, Ares, oh, one, second. one is Aenys, and one is Megar. Aenys, he's kind of like weakling, he's whatever, I'm not even looking at my notes, I noticed by the way, sorry guys, <laughs> Aenys is kind of a weakling, um, and he has a bunch of kids, and then Megar can't have kids, and but he keeps taking wives to try, he's like, hey what the hell, I'll just keep trying, I'll just take wives, eventually it's too many wives, and it's starting to become a problem with the religion. The religion is already not on board with the fact that ev- the Targaryens keep marrying their siblings. So he's banished to across the sea. Huh. Aenys, uh, is, he eventually dies. He's kind of just like, he's charming but he's weak. And he has a bunch of kids and it goes to, it's supposed to go to his eldest son, Aegon the, they call him Aegon the Uncrowned. Um, but then, Maegar rolls in from the east, from his exile, riding Balerion the Black Dread. Like it's coming in <laughs> with your papa's weapon. Now, literally actually had Blackfire, so I mean he's the, the sword the family sword so he's like look guys guess what I'm your king and he is known in history as Magar the Cruel and he is an asshole mm. <laughs> so at this time the religion the seven decides you know what we're not happy with you guys marrying sisters it's time for you to go and they and a lot the faith uh, I thought that him was
1: always a thing though like marrying the fam and the family no for, was that
2: only from their house for only Targaryens
0: because- it's a Valyrian, normal okay, in Valerian, okay, okay, not okay. in Westeros.
1: Got it, got it, got it, uh, okay. I thought maybe yeah. because
2: they left and lived on an island, so it's like, that's kind of all you have to choose from, but it was normal in Valyrian.
0: Yes, and okay. so there's, it's a different interpretation, and, and later on it's fixed, okay, but Magar. so so this faith militant starts up, it's basically a bunch of priests and, and uh, basically nuns, if we're using just terms we know, and a bunch of poor people make armies. There's there's this thing called the High se- the the Moon, is basically their leader, it's like general priest. And they're really a pretty formidable force. Magar though, he's now got Beleriand and is unstoppable. He like ruthlessly burns people to death. Like he just fucking melts fields of religious people and they simply can't stand to him and eventually he forces everybody down. Over his era, he marries six wives with no luck and at one point, the lords of the of the kingdoms are starting to get tired of how cruel he is, and they're looking to to support somebody else. Well, the youngest son, Jaharis, of of Aenys, the brother, is ready for he's like 13, 14, He's ready to start getting some power, and so they start to back him. So he rides with his dragon, and his sister Alisane rides with her dragon, and they take like another five thousand men, <coughs> and they're ready to take on Magar. They get to King's Landing and Megar died overnight. It's said oh, that shit. he was poisoned by one of his wives. So he, mm. he took six wives. You can't trust a gal sometimes.
1: God, <laughs> one of them. One of them is gonna do it to you. You know. Yes.
0: <laughs> so here we are. This, this is, this why is I kind of the one. beginning of where we'll see you the show. Jaehaerys is known as Jaehaerys the Wise. Uh, he. I mean, honestly, I would actually make a show about him. I love this character. I love him so much. He has done like everything right. You know when you're watching Game of Thrones and you're like, man, Ned Stark. He's just like fair, honest, nice in a world full of traitors and assholes. Jaehaerys the Wise, all the way. He's known as uh, I forget the term of it. But basically, the guy who makes um, agreements or whatever. He's just such a good con- guy. Conciliator. That's the conciliator? word. It's harder to remember. It's yeah, a- the conciliator. Yeah. Conciliator. And so like he's the one that <clears throat> creates this understanding. He uses the the seven speakers. He creates the understanding that. That he said he basically explains that the reason the Targaryens can marry siblings is because Westros comes from and uh, Andals is like their ancestors, right? And Andals, yes, is a while the seven is the only god, Andals are over here, and the Valyrians they come from a different kind of people. The custom is different, so while you can't accept, you can't, it would be a sin for you to marry your sibling, it wouldn't be for them because it's a whole different region. So he basically like creates this reason where it's like that's why god let them marry their siblings but they didn't let you marry siblings you know it's it's a it's an old religion kind of thing and so like
2: their our blood has to stay pure so our blood has to marry our blood
0: that's Mm. another big part of it is 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 that's something that they use to the day to this day you know in modern time sorry it's what they use in game of thrones all the way up to that point (laughs) is the fact that targaryens are the only ones that have the ability to ride a dragon so they can't lose Mm. that and if they breed it out then they're screwed
1: Mm. Mm. so that's
0: the other thing too he lives so long and is such a good ruler. There's bumps. There's all kinds of like scandals. Matter of fact, his sister's girlfriend uh steals three eggs and goes to Essos. It's funny that we <laughs> see three eggs later on, Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's those three eggs. The reason that Daenerys's dragons are big and not small like you'd expect. It's because they're stolen from this time. Um and anyways, but he's generally just and he lives way too long. He lives like really good, like 80, 90 years. He has 13 kids. Some of them died in early ages, but he has 13 kids. And they have kids. His grandson, King Viserys, takes over. He's generally a good king. And we're going to see him in the show. He's played by Patty Considine. Uh, you guys, to me, I remember him from Hot Fuzz. He's one of the two Andy cops. I don't know if you guys remember Hot Fuzz. There's these two cops that are always like Andy and Andy. He's one of them. Uh, okay.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's
0: hard for me to see him in such a serious role because he's a dork. <laughs> and the thing I love him, <laughs> But anyways... So he's kind of he's living in the shadow of his, his grandfather, or but but he's he's still a pretty decent king. Um, he marries his cousin and has a daughter named Rha- uh, Rhaenyra. Uh, Rhaenyra, and she's wonderful. She's like groomed to be the perfect queen, and he says that's my that's my heir. I want that to be my heir. He wants to make sure that the whole kingdom knows because his younger brother, they call him the Rogue Prince. He is a Jaime Lannister first season kind of guy right <laughs> and and that he's worried that everybody's gonna be like oh, as soon as he dies I'm just gonna go with Damian but he's the rogue prince he's an asshole right so he's trying to say no my daughter Renya is the one right well his wife dies and so then he marries a new woman Alicent Hightower the Hightowers are basically like the family that's always been in charge of protecting the Pope I'm gonna use terms that we might know here so they, they kind of always been rich through trade not gold like the Lannisters and um and so and he has a bunch of kids with them. So now all of a sudden, you have a bunch of eligible heirs, right? And finally, King Viserys, pretty solid king, he dies. But who's his heir? He kept saying, it's my daughter. But the Kingsguard said, no, it should be the the, the male. It's supposed to be the male. So they go with Alicent Hightower, the second wife's oldest son, Aegon II. Okay? Well, Rainia, who is pissed... Educated, a badass. Does you know what? I'll triple down on this, and marries her uncle Daemon Targaryen, the Rogue Prince. So those are our two factions. <laughs> we have the Rogue hell? Prince. Yeah, we have Rogue <laughs> Prince and Rhaenya, yeah, versus Alicent and her children, and especially Aegon the hmm. Second. Okay. Uh, Damien's father, I think it is, is um, Corlys uh, Valerion, which is their uh, like cousin family, and he's like. The master of ships. So you have like the navies on his side. Damien huh. is just like he's kind of again like like Jamie Lannister, the best swordsman in the kingdom. So you have like this badass side versus the super rich side. And then you have, of <laughs> course, yeah, raina who's like the master of mine, just totally she is a leader meant to be. And that's our and two we- factions here
1: and we still have the dragons around one of these factions right or both of them or where are we at with, uh, with the dragons this is the
0: interesting thing as things uh-huh. heat up so dragons are basically bonded to each person as things mm-hmm. heat up and people start to get mad at each other the dragons start to get mad at each other too Ooh. yes both sides have dragons oh this war gets so messy or eventually like the greens and the blacks is what it's called so everybody that's with the second wife the high tower side uh, they they choose they called the the, tea, the green party and then everybody that's with the Targaryen only is the black party and that's the war is between these two sides and it's it's massive one side's got all the money you know one side's got all the tacticians and it's it's just this really epic battle and it's really freaking dope but there's one point yeah. where they call I think it's called the seed of the Targaryens or something like that where they're basically like hey guys we got a shit ton of dragons if you think you're a bastard son of a Targaryen at any point. Please come try to dry, fly a dragon, and you could join Team Black. Mm. <laughs> it's just like it's but if, just crazy time. If you try time. and
2: fail, you die, right? Yes.
0: <laughs> you try to mount a dragon, but you and might like, be oh. part Targaryen. So, like for it, yeah. for somebody who has nothing, that's like you know what? I heard stories. Let me go try yeah. it out because I'm in Flea Bottom and there's no reason not to. You might mm. become a, <laughs> a Targaryen, you
1: know. <laughs> so this civil war still consists of uh, like other uh, I don't want to call like nations or whatever, right? It does, but in a very
0: interesting way. So, remember, it's a civil war where they're fighting on dragons. Uh, The three-eyed raven, the guy that trains Mm Bran, he's actually from this time. And he he gets his eye ripped out while they're doing a battle on dragons. One guy hops from another dragon and stabs him in the eye. Like, it's crazy, right? Um, But because it's dragons fighting, like, sometimes entire towns are burnt in this mess. It's just Mm -hmm. a series of battles. It's like... I want to say, like, 40 battles or something like that. It's just crazy. And so mm. a lot of times, different families will side with one side or the other because they think they're going to win or just for a level of safety. And then there's the uh the – what is it called? I think it's called the Song of Ice and Fire. No, it can't be that. The Truce of Ice and Fire whatever, where the North uh, backs the Team Black, and it's, like, a huge push for them. So all of a sudden, now they have that 40,000 men on their side. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, now all of a sudden – that's why – you, uh, they talk about how, like, the uh, Starks and the Targaryens have always gotten along really well. It's because not only did one bend the knee, but when it came down to it, Team Black got the help they needed from the, the from the north. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. winter is coming to Team so Green. So all of this,
2: <laughs> this this big battle with dragons and everything is taking place in Westeros, not Dragonstone or Essos?
0: No, all throughout Westeros. Because it's the oh, dragons okay. fly so fast, the battles are so big... That it's hard to say, like, oh, yeah, this all happens in one place. It happens yeah. on the continent. All over. Yeah. So, And hmm. this
2: is during their tour where they're trying to, like, gather, you know, bend the knee to uh, from all no, these No, 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 this is, this this is, is 40 maybe years, that, 50 yeah. years past that, maybe.
0: Yeah, okay. So why yeah, are they yeah. in Westeros? Well, because they, they own Westeros now. It's Targaryens. They rule all of Westeros now. Oh.
2: But yeah, I figured you'd go and, you know, get everyone to, you know, bend their knee to you and then you go back home and rule from your, from Dragonstone.
0: Dragonstone, which is just an island right off of Westeros, it's not like, it's actually like on the continent They basically you consider that, but remember oh. when he landed, boom, that's King's Landing and he started a new castle there, and Mega oh, okay. actually built it up really big to what it is on, you see on the show, so King's mm-hmm. Landing, the Red Keep, all that, that's their hole now and matter mm-hmm. of fact, actually Jaehaerys' sister, which is a real pain in the ass um, <laughs> she, she actually was in charge of Dragonstone, it's kind of like a shut you up and go in the corner kind of thing but, yeah. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. alright So what kind of any questions you guys got uh, in prep for the show?
2: Oh, uh, man, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm worried. I mean, I'm excited, but they, they did really good with the dragons in yeah. Game of Thrones, but there wasn't that much. I mean, it was minimal, especially they did good later on. Early on was a little harder, but this is going to have a lot of dragons. Do you think they're going to be able to, like, you know, put the, all the dragon the stars, battle so. scenes at the level of quality that we expect now?
0: CGI is actually cheaper and easier than it was just five years ago, or whatever, during the final season of Dragon of uh, Game of Thrones. So that's one thing. Second, HBO is like, this is it, guys. We have to try to recapture that magic. One thing they did say too, which I actually was very happy with, is they said like, look, we heard your guys' complaints from those who were like real big into the book side of things. They loved mm-hmm. the first seasons and not so much the, second se- the later seasons because in the early seasons, sometimes the best scenes were just like, hey, let's see what happens if you got Tyrion and Cersei in a room. Not a yeah. dragon ripping through a city. So they said, yeah. like, we're going to have those epic moments here as well. Like, just good mm-hmm. conversation that really does push the plot forward. We're also going to have dragons ripping our dragon throats. So you're going to have both.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of curious if uh, what's our expectations from, like, this book to uh, the show, if it's going to change so much as if we are going to back down from some of that action stuff. Like you're saying, it's a, it seems like a lot of battles from kind of what you're talking about with the dragons and all this other stuff. So are we going to experience that? Or are we going to kind of tone a a little couple battles uh, not happen and kind of get more dialogue, I guess you could say? One thing to note
0: is the big battles start kicking in, probably what would be considered season two, later season two, into season Mm -hmm. three, when it's just, well, probably all season two, actually, when it's just like full on trying to claim land, trying to claim allies, which is kind of like, Land and more important than that, you know, because you get armies. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So the first season's gonna be betrayal and uh two sides really put and, and another thing too the show's doing is a showing there's a time skip. There's two different times. So you're getting you're getting a young okay. Princess Raina and an older Princess Raina. So you're seeing her like raised as the perfect queen and then trying to act as like defending her side to take out Alicent.
1: Sometimes that scares me though, because then when yeah. it's like getting really good in the like the future uh queen that it really just slows it down when you go backwards in time, you know, and that's kind of a killer. And it it's tough, yeah. that's my feelings <laughs> with a lot of the movies. I do the or shows.
0: Yeah. And Damon Targaryen, who's like the, the rogue prince, he's the same actor for both, but Raina's not. So it's kind of like, that's weird. Right. So like yeah. in one scene when she's her young self learning to be a queen and he's just her uncle is one thing. And then it's like, Oh, well we're going to do types. Now it's the holder version and they're married. And so I was like, yeah. It's Targaryens. <laughs> yeah. You gotta be on board with that. Um, <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So, our, uh, Prince Damien, the rogue prince, I think is gonna be really important because he's played by Matt Smith, who is Doctor Who, one of the Doctor Who's. Though so I'm sure you guys will probably remember him from that. Um, and then some of the other actors, I mean, Emma Dakari De- uh, is gonna be really big. She's, she's the young princess uh, Rhaeny- um, and Again, Patty Cantonine is uh, king uh, of the series. Some really good talent out there. Um, Got Otto Hightowers, Visiphons. Like, there's a lot of really good British actors that are in this. Um, it should be a bloody mess. I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah. Uh, how many uh, seasons are we expecting? You think? Or do they announce to, anything to like to that? Properly
0: at all? tell the story? At least three, knowing uh-huh. them, probably five. So we'll have to see.
1: Uh-huh. There's
0: also a lot of other spinoffs that are in the works, including a Duncan Eglin, by the way.
1: Oh, nice. So I'm when, hoping when they th- don't drag it out because of all the other right. projects, you know? Like, let's not kill, you know, kill the vibe here.
2: When is this supposed to come out? It's in A couple weeks? This
1: Sunday. This Sunday. No, 2020. 20, I thought it was August 21st. No?
2: Yeah. The, the next well, Sunday from when this episode yeah. released.
0: Yeah. And and by the way, this uh, is actually releasing the morning of... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> when we're recording... So it's coming out this today. Time. Everybody go yeah, watch it. it's coming out today. <laughs> First <Yeah>. episode. <laughs> uh, one thing that's pretty interesting about this, uh, this might... Kind of make you feel a little more comfortable. uh So we have all these projects being developed, but this one is George R. R. Martin. He actually mm-hmm. started writing the script for this. He already wrote the book for this. He started writing the script for this, and he got the showrunner. He actually hired a guy he thought would have been a really good showrunner. Then he takes the project to HBO. He's like, "I want this guy to run the show. This is the script I want you guys to to do." And what's even to, to be cool on that? was cool, but we're gonna add another co-showrunner. So it's gonna be two guys running it. The co-showrunner. Is the guy that did the Battle of the Bastards and some of like the most epi- mm-hmm. Battle of the Hair uh, Hard Home, all like the biggest, most epic moments in Game of Thrones. This guy directed those those scenes. So nice. you have the author choosing a showrunner and HBO choosing their best showrunner is what's doing this show. So it's some pretty confident. And George R. R. Martin said like he's more involved in this than he was in Game of Thrones. So
1: nice.
0: hopefully nice. six. Of the- I mean, I wish he fucking finish a book, but. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: so in this because it takes place in a lot of the same places at least once they get into Westeros and even Dragonstone so we're going to see them reuse a lot of the same sets right like the castles shouldn't change
0: too much I forgot about that John thank you very much for bringing that up yes Uh same location not the same set because what we saw was after Robert's Rebellion and uh, he took over he smashed a lot of Targaryen stuff and plus it Uh was like not a great time this is the peak of Targaryen power, of Targaryen mm. wealth. So Red Keep's going to look fancier. Um, everything's going to look more like that expensive. Everywhere. Yeah, they even have Beleriand's skull. Like, this gigantic bust-like skull is in there. When it was, like, smashed to pieces, I think, no, that one might be in the basement, but a lot of shit was smashed to pieces. A lot of the skulls are smashed to pieces. Um, the most notable upgrade you'll see is the Iron Throne. So, in the mm-hmm. book, it's, like, huge it's massive because everybody yeah. when Aegon was conquering you know everybody who surrendered gave him a sword that was what he demanded from them and he made a throne out of it so you think that's actually a lot of swords in the yeah, show it was scaled down but in, in yeah. this show what you'll see is you'll see the chair and then like basically all of the steps around it are covered in swords facing upwards. Mm-hmm. Like they built a tower of swords
2: and then put a sword throne at the top of it. Yeah. Like and a, the stairs even like made of swords.
0: any Targaryen, and, and I've already seen that they do show this in the show. There's a little clip you do see of it. One of the things about this throne, and it's kind of dope, it's like the price of being a king, is as a Targaryen sits in it, they constantly are cutting themselves and bleeding. Constantly.
2: Yeah. Always stabbing <laughs> him.
0: Maegar died on the throne. One of the things they say killed him is he probably just stabbed himself to death on his own damn throne. <laughs> and it's like that's crazy and then one of the sons i forget which one it is but one of the sons that are down from the line that wins this war i'm not going to tell you guys which one, who wins the war that'd be stupid but one of the sons from the line that wins this war dies on the throne as well it's just like because he's this fat guy that's an idiot that died on the throne <laughs> but hey, it's come because on guys,
2: can, we get, a, can we get a cushion on the throne yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's like
0: a level of like you have to be worthy right so it's like you mm-hmm. have to bleed for the throne a little bit but i just love that it's like i'm my ass Hurts so much. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Oh, good. Yeah, um, I'm
2: excited for this. This sounds amazing.
0: Yeah, what are you most excited for about this, though?
2: I mean, I don't want to sound like, you know, a dumb meathead, but, but me too, I want to see the more dragon battles. Yeah, me too, <laughs> man. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but, but they did so good building the anticipation toward it yeah. in the, the Game of Thrones series. So I'm hoping they do that, too, with us in this, that we don't see dragons day one, that we start with, you know, a few episodes kind of building the characters and the setting and stuff like that. And then it's kinda of like, oh crap, there's dragons. And, you know, they kind of build up that anticipation. Don't don't just give us what we want right away.
1: Yeah. yeah. What about you, Squeez? Uh I'm mostly just excited to see some Game of Thrones back on my t- television. Oh, right. Um mm-hmm. a little uh that and a little bit of me being like a Targaryen fan anyway is to see like a just a story about them. Uh, essentially only you know yeah uh, so that's kind of what I'm looking for of course I'm looking for some dragons right mm-hmm. uh, it would be nice to see like what John was saying where it's kind of like <clears throat> don't uh, give us too much right away because like let me let me get teased a little bit
2: mm-hmm.
1: but I got to see a little dragon kind of pop up on a wall or something at the very end of the first episode something yeah, that kind of just tickled me a little a lot bit of dragons.
0: you know? <laughs> it's dragon fighting that'll be rare but dragons can't be rare like it is yeah. like horses for these guys like not I mean you yeah. ride horses too but the dragons are just too common. Um they showed they'll prince probably have Damien's one in the dragon. first episode, so cool. right? What's that?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: They'll probably show dragons in the first episode just oh, to I make see. sure they get people hooked They're just to flying it, around. You know, definitely, definitely. Want, to, want to see the show or are interested in the show.
0: Prince Damien, they you know, the rogue prince, his dragon like has these like, two horns that come out this way. It looks like it's just mm-hmm. meant for war. I'm like, yes! Because oh, <laughs> he's such a... He's awesome. <laughs> he's awesome. He's like He's like just... Because remember that coin, the flip the coin thing for Targaryens? Mm-hmm. I mean, that thing is all over the place with each one of these characters. So, mm-hmm. like, you could totally tell that Raina is definitely the good side leader. Damien's the conquering version. It's just really good on both ends. It's really fun. Really good. I think
1: it is going to be pretty fresh, though. Like, you're referencing, like, dragons uh, being everywhere. I think it's going to feel uh, r- uh, fresh that the dragon, these people are already knowledgeable in flying yeah. and uh, controlling the dragon instead of just watching Daenerys. Through all these seasons trying to develop that skill so i think it's gonna be kind of just to just see that right off the bat one
0: well, thing that's cool about the targaryens too is like only the wise ones really got this but part of their part of their power is the fact that the targaryens would use it to like put people in awe so like jaharis when he first moved into king's landing the very first thing he did was he flew real low with his dragon over the townspeople back and forth a few times kind of giving him a spectacle you know and then landing mm-hmm. it's like, you know, when like they talk about like the Catholic church, they use a lot of gold and very expensive looking things is to put you in awe. And that's what these dragons were for. There was like to show like, yeah, I'm a little better than you. You know, yeah. <laughs> and, and, <laughs>
2: this is my power. Here. Right. And, and, but almost <laughs> yeah. like in a
0: good way, like, Oh man, Targaryens are freaking cool. You know, they got dragons yeah. and, uh, you know, Magar for example was like, well, will use it to burn everybody. But Jaharis was like, use it to show our strength, you know? And it's just mm-hmm. so cool. Like, uh, I could go on about Jaharis. He's really my favorite, but his his stepdad um was trying to replace him on the throne at one point, and Jaharis was famously like, just like, come back, and and he's like, and uh, uh Ogar Bar- Baratheon was like, do you want to take my my nephews and nieces as like, you know, trade because I betrayed you at one point, you know, that way if I act up, I'll kill you, and he takes him over. He's like, no, let's go feed my dragon real quick, and he's like feeding the dragon, and he's basically telling him like. I don't need your nephews and nieces as my, my trade. I'll burn down all of your fucking castle. If you turn on me again, like he's always really good about that. Like just showing his dragon just the right time. And I hope they capture that in this. I think they will.
2: Yeah. Tell him you, your nephews and nieces and everybody else will die in the fire. If you betray me again, Yeah,
0: even in the, in the (laughs) book, this is based on because it's, it's from a point of view of a maester. They said that like maester Brooke said that this is what was really going on. So like, it's it's from a point of view of Maester reading writing history books, and then he's quoting Maesters who wrote journals during the time. And so one journal, you know, some journals are like, yeah, there's rumors that this one was sleeping around. <laughs> like that's kind of in there too. <laughs>
2: yeah, but yeah, that's funny.
0: This should be very good, guys. Again, we're going to be doing a sloop um, every episode. So yes, there's going to be a sloop about the episode that's out tonight, coming out on Monday. So make sure you guys check that out. That should be should be fun to do. I'm excited to talk about Game of Thrones again. I'm so happy it's back. <laughs> It'll be really good. Alright, thank you guys very much for joining me. Jonathan and Squeaks as well, thank you guys very much for joining me and hearing me talk about Targaryens too much. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, I'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.